What's going on, family? This is Sergio Chavez. And Francesca Chavez. And we are the, the Chavez, Chavez crew. crew. Right there where you are. Big, Big up, up yourselves up. and make some noise. Yeah. Listen, 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 listen. Thank you for joining us. Listen, listen. We ain't playing out here. Today is a special day. It's a special night. Yes. It's a special pod. We are potting the right way. We are celebrating that on Podbean, there have been over a thousand downloads aka spins aka streams so party animals i need you right there where you are in your living room your bedroom your car your cubicle your construction site wherever you are i need you to celebrate because this is a win for all of us make some noise Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. You tell them to keep sharing, but, but we're going to get there. First off, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. It is an honor. We are humbled. We are grateful. Everything that we do, we do it for the Lord and we do it for you all. Yes. So to know that um, that's not even including the Apple podcast family. And Spotify. Shout out to all of those who are on Apple Podcast streaming this thing, you're yes. subscribed, and shout out to the Spotify listeners. Yes, yes, Big yes. up to you. Shout out to you. We're so thankful for everyone across all the platforms that have been tuning in. You've been locked in since episode one, and now we're on episode, this is number 12, yep. and um, we're just super grateful, and I'm going to be honest with you, it's... I wasn't expecting to get that email. You know, we don't we don't do this for 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 any of that. We do this mm-hmm. all for the love. But to get that email, to get that recognition, um, it really was of much encouragement. Yeah, it really got us hype, and we were looking forward to sharing once again tonight. And yes. this week, we're giving we're giving people double for the trouble. Actually, we dropped on Monday. And we're getting ready to drop on Friday. So that's, that's right. Yeah. So that's two pods a week. Listen, we're so excited uh, for all that's to come. So as my as my incredible, beautiful. Better, hold on. Shout out to you, baby. Give you a high five. Why are you giving me a shout out? I though? love you. I, I love, love doing you this too. with you. I look oh, forward to this. Thanks, Congratulations. Congratulations, babe. I'm so, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us. Love yes. everything that's, that's um, taking place here at, at the CPO5 pod. Me so too. as you mentioned, share family. Share, share, share. Let's continue to grow the family. Yes. Um, Party animals, big up to you. All of those who are here for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. You are officially inducted into the Chavez Party Crew. You are officially a party animal, so big shout out to you. Yes, we love you all. What you want to say to the people, babe? 
I'm just excited. I'm thrilled. Yes. Uh, we've set some new goals now, mm-hmm. given given this badge that we did receive. I didn't even know that they Podbean gave out badges. Right. So, um, but you and I were talking about like end of the year. What if we could get? Yeah, let's grow this thing. You know, well, maybe not the end of this year, but with our next goal is 10K streams. Let's get 10,000 streams, family. We can do it. Let's do it together. Let's do it together. We can't do it without you. And at least 150 subscribers by the end of the year is what we said. So right there where you are, take a moment. Pause Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. now. Go ahead. Wait. Break it down. Screenshot. Yes. Screenshot. Okay. Get on your socials. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Tag us. Okay, what's your at, babe? I am Sergio Chavez. And my at is Francesca P. Chavez. So tag us. Yes. Tag us. We will reshare. We love you all. So we'll take a moment right now to just pause and let you do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to hit that. Doom, 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 doom. You like how I did that the last part? Doom, 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 doom. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. <laughs> All right, we gave him enough yeah, time. Yeah, we did, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Family, we're grateful once again. So connect to us on all our social platforms. Show us love and we will show you love right back. Yes. Last pod was, um, it was a good one. I really enjoyed last, la- we, we recorded last week. Yes, we did. But we didn't drop till Monday. Till Monday. Um, it was like midnight or something yeah. when, when I put it out. But um, it was it was an interesting one. I hadn't realized how much that story of us growing up in church has just stayed amongst us. Yeah. That even to articulate it, it took some processing. Yeah, it did. I, I think <laughs> I had to listen to it twice over before I felt good yeah. about putting it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's just one of those things that I know you and I we've we've talked about it many mm-hmm. of times, but I think to actually express that, yeah. articulate that on a public forum, I think it was just different. Yeah. So it took some processing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was even playing it back, and I was like, oh, I feel, I feel like I was struggling a little bit. If <laughs> yeah, I'm honest, both, I like to be honest. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think we both were. I mean, we even talked about well, we listened to it a couple of times before yeah. we were like, okay, let's just put it out. Mm-hmm. But we even contemplated we almost, just scrapping it. Yeah, we almost scrapped it, y'all. <laughs> I think that's why y'all had to wait till Monday. For real. But what's crazy is, and I'm deeply grateful, uh, this one has been getting a lot of shares. Yeah. So I really, really appreciate that. You know, yeah. it, it was it was one of those subjects that's, um, you know, it's just it's sensitive and, you know, mm-hmm. talking about our upbringing, our family, our church background, the yeah. ups and downs of it. But um, we've been doing this since day one, mm-hmm. just being honest, just being vulnerable, being transparent, just being real with 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 our people. I think the party animals deserve that. And um, and we're just always going to continue to do that. So if yeah. it, so if at any <laughs> point, whenever we share stuff, it feels like man, they were kind of struggling to get it out. It's because it might be something yeah. for us that is brand new to just put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we do it because ultimately we we believe that what we share 
um, it'll help somebody. And and believe me, we pray before we do this. We pray yeah. during this thing, and we pray when we release this thing mm-hmm. all throughout. So ultimately, our heart and our goal is to just um, bring glory to Jesus right. and to help people, to strengthen and encourage people. So that's right. Um, thank you all so much for tuning into that last episode. We got into the highs and lows about growing up in church, and ultimately where our passion and our love for ministry grew. We grew up in environments yeah. where ministry was a big thing. And um, it was one of those things, at least for you, you were always in it. For me, it was one of those things that I didn't think I was really going to dive into it like that based on what I had gone through uh, in our family. But um, the Lord was has been gracious, called me, called us. And together we've been doing ministry um, throughout all of these years. So, yeah. so that it, said, yeah. go and listen to the latest, the last uh, episode 11 if you have not listened to it yet so oh, that yes. it makes more sense to you because today we are continuing oh yeah part today's two. part two part two part two yes. for sure awesome well let's get into our little icebreaker let's get into a little game to to break the ice if you will yeah we'll and do then that we'll, we'll we'll get into that talk talk yeah right? so let's do i liked the true and false last week because I, I feel I like, like we learned like some new stuff yeah, 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 you know yeah, I like those. So we're going to do that again today. So there's 12 questions here. I'll pick four for you and then you pick four for Let's me. Okay? Yo, I'm ready. Okay. I'm, I'm focused. I'm literally just going to do the first four. Okay. Uh, a sneeze is faster than an eye blink. A sne- uh, no, an eye blink is faster. Uh, so it's not. That's false. It's true. It's true. A, a sneeze. sneeze is faster than an eye blink. Mm, okay. I want to say maybe like hmm. when it comes out. Okay, okay, okay. I okay. have no idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Okay. There's some science behind it. A sneeze is faster than cars on the freeway. Uh, yeah, that's true. That is true. A yeah. sneeze is as fast as 100 miles per hour. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. All this sneeze talking about a sneeze on the, on the mic. <laughs> okay. John F. Kennedy is on the $2 bill. No, that's false. That is false. Good job. It's yeah, Thomas I, Jefferson. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. I knew that. Okay, and then fingernails grow faster than hair. Yes, that's true. That is false. Finger, uh-huh. Fingernails. I don't know if this joke is accurate. Faster than hair? Yeah, because that's Listen, true I'm gonna for have me. Listen, I'm going to have to Google and re-Google this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about this. How? Is, how? Yeah, that one is true for me. Wait, wait, wait. S- Fingernails, fingernails grow, grow faster than hair, That's but it true. says the answer is false. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I would think that fingernails, fingernails grow faster yeah. than hair. Okay, okay, well, yeah, well, we'll go with it. We'll go with the flow. Yeah, we're going to have to look that one so up, though, but here you go. Up. All right, cool. That was four. <laughs> so yeah. you were with the first four? Yeah, you can skip the... If, All right, cool. But, so uh, Olympic gold medal is made of silver. <laughs> An Olympic gold medal is made of silver. Uh, is that true? That's true. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, they would do so that. So, <laughs> the Olympic gold medal whole time is an Olympic silver, silver medal, medal gold plated. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the Olympics. <laughs> the right lung is slightly smaller than the left lung. Right lung is slightly smaller, smaller than, than the left, the left lung. lung. Uh, false? That's false. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. it says it says the left lung, the left lung is smaller to make room for the heart. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, to make room for the heart. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Dang, yeah, yeah, I never yeah. even knew that one was interesting, smaller. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. All right. So chocolate is lethal to dogs. Oh, that's true. That is definitely true. Yeah, we had a dog, so yeah. we, we should know that one. <laughs> yes. Big shout out to Pharrell out there in uh, Orlando. <laughs> Shrimp's heart is in its head. <laughs> wow. This is mad random trivia. And it's funny is the party <laughs> animals go back with this trivia to their co-workers like, yo, did you I know, know right? a shrimp? Okay, <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yes, that's true. I feel like that's all they have is a head. Like they don't have a body really. It's like a head with legs attached to it. <laughs> that's true. So the shrimp's heart is in its head. There you go. Some trivia to help you on your day. Yep. Shout out, shout out, shout out to, to the trivia. trivia. <laughs> I love them. I love them. I do have I to it. fact check some yeah, of these. Yeah, we, <laughs> we got to fact check, fact check some of these. But anyways, mama, how you doing? First off, before we get into that talk, how are you? How are you? I'm good, babe, uh, but I'm sorry. I just saw something okay. that intrigued me. Mm-hmm. Giraffe says moo. That's true. Giraffes say moo. I actually moo. never knew what. That is noise giraffes make like what's their sound and now i'm gonna look this i'm gonna yeah, i'm gonna look that <laughs> one eventually up. it says giraffes say, say moo like cows yeah Interesting. the answer is true i mean i can see that yeah uh i mean i can't but i just okay i get i just never that is true that whenever is you do the animal random. games animal sound games that is mad strange <laughs> but, but okay. nonetheless go ahead <laughs> how are you how was your week? I'm good. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Yeah. The week has, um, it's been a busy work week. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've talked to you about it already. Yeah. And um, I would say that other than that, I feel that I've been very productive with everything outside of work. But, you know, when, you, when you're doing a lot of stuff and you feel like you're doing busy work versus productive work. Yeah. I feel like I've had one of those weeks where there's been a combination of busy work and productive work. And I like my weeks to be fully productive. So hopefully towards the end of the week, we will become more productive than busy. We have a great weekend ahead. Yes. Very packed weekend ahead. And um, it's been a blessed, blessed week. Some, Some opportunities have come up opportunities mainly to build relationships and i'm mm-hmm. really grateful for it's been it's been an awesome week of work ministry um family time we've been really um having a good time with the girls yeah our dinners the last <laughs> couple nights have been so um eventful yeah <laughs> <laughs> to, say is, the least. to say the least boy oh boy it it, it is it is um I say it is a show. Yeah. It is a show in the Chavez household. <laughs> I'm talking about you got to expect the unexpected, um, but it's it's always so much fun. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, we are tired. <laughs> <laughs> we are pooped, but it's also worth it. We're blessed um, to have the babies that we do. Our daughters are incredible. Yes, they and, are. And um, Navi is just, she's just, she's just at it, running up and down now. 
can't stop her. Yeah. Um, she said, I'm not staying back. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to be with my sisters. I'm mm-hmm. going to be doing what they're doing. I'm going to be running after them. And it's just <laughs> hilarious now to see three babies just running around yeah. our place. I yeah. mean, it's, it's just something else. And so, you know, each and every day, I'm just cherishing every moment, every yes. opportunity with them. So thank God for all of that. Yes. Awesome. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Part two, church clothes is not a thing. (laughs) Because church clothes is is not not a thing. thing. It's not a thing. (laughs) You know, it was a a man-made thing, but it's it's not a real thing. It's not a biblical thing. It's not a... (laughs) Anyways, um, our experiences in the past really equipped us to be in the place that we're at today. Right. And by God's grace, he was able to take the good, the bad, the ugly, the painful, the challenging. And uh, ultimately, he he used all of that to make us stronger, to yeah. make us wiser and make us better. That's right. And really fit for our call. Mm-hmm. We got our calling back in. January of 2016 to start what's called the church plant. And for those who are not familiar with the church planting world, um, the reason it's not just called starting a church, but rather a church plant is because we decided to build a ministry from scratch or the Lord. Or let me let me let me say this correctly. Yes. The Lord (laughs) called us. Yes. (laughs) To begin a ministry from scratch. What that means is. We didn't have ascending church. We didn't have finances. We didn't have the connections, if you will. We didn't have the relationships. I mean, we came. To we didn't a, have members, <laughs> location. We didn't you, have anything. So you, so you, <laughs> you were pregnant, right? So I mm-hmm. said, listen, we, with our baby, we'll have one member yeah. at least. Yeah, <laughs> Kalea would. We were planning that she was going to be our first member. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and I say that jokingly because there were many times in the process of. Um, as we were getting ready to to launch this ministry or, or venture off to be the beginning phases, you know, we were often just kind of questioned like, man, we don't have any people. Yeah. We, don't, we don't have members. <laughs> we don't have anybody yet. Like, Lord, you got to send the people. Like, is it going to happen? When right. is it going to happen? And how are we going to reach them? But anyways, we'll get there. But yeah. Lord called us January 2016, church plant. The, the term church plant comes from the idea of building something like in seed form where you plant it in right. an area, you right. take care of it, you nurture it, and then it begins to grow like a plant, essentially. Mm-hmm. That's what we were doing with a church, uh, a parachute plant. We came into a brand new area and we just began um, that process. We got called January 2016. We were still a part of the ministry where we were um, we were planted before, mm-hmm. had been there five years, had been faithful there for five mm-hmm. years, and left that season in place um, in our position with a blessing. We, we walked out of there with our head high, um, believing that God had truly called us yeah. um, in January 2016, and we ventured off to be the beginning phases. I'm giving like context and background yeah, yeah. because I know the the Hope Center family, they know the story, but there are mm-hmm. other listeners from all over the world. Hey, now, right. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> all over the world. Yeah. Um, so they don't know the full story. We started the process in May of 2016, yeah. building a ministry from scratch. Yeah. 
and there were four people that were crazy enough at that time mm-hmm. uh, to to venture off with us. Yeah, they believed <laughs> with us. They had faith. Yeah, and three of the of the four are still with us, and yeah. they are actually now um, uh, pastors. Yeah, they are part of our pastoral leadership, and they're mm-hmm. still with us, faithful. They're our family. Shout out to Mario. Shout out to Ange and shout out to Jaddy. Yes. Um, all pastors. Let yes, me let, yes, let, yes. let me do this the right way. Pastor Jaddy. Pastor Mario and Pastor, Pastor Ange. Ange. We love y'all. Appreciate y'all so much. Um, and we just began that that process. Now, when we started this process, so it was um between the beginning of, of, of kind of planning to the actual launch, which was November of 2016, there was that six month period, um, six months worth of praying, preparing, planning, fasting, dreaming, mm-hmm. building. It was like six months where it was just us in our living room. First, right. we went through like a couple living rooms. Yeah, we yeah. Through, <laughs> we living room in Virginia, living room in College Park, living room in Greenbelt. Living room in D.C. Living room in D.C. So we were just <laughs> bouncing around the whole DMV, but it was just us six throughout this whole process. Before we out went out into the public, we said we want to ensure that... We, Amongst us, the core, yeah. there is a strong foundation. And as far as like right. vision is concerned, um, um, that we have something that is that is solid laid out. Right. That, that on top of that foundation, we're able to build um, a healthy ministry. So um, during that time when we were planning, preparing, I mean, during that whole dreaming and envisioning, um, we had to look back at all of the experiences that we had gone through. Right. And right. we were looking at all of the things that we felt we did wrong mm-hmm. or were done wrong to us or we were misled or we just right. bad practices. Right. And we said, all right, we're going to do away with all of those things yes, yeah. as much as we can because, right. you know, it's, we're all a work in progress. Right. We're, we're right. still in that process of growing. Um, and you said, you know, these are the things that we want to um, these are the things that we want to practice right. in in doing this. We want a place that is healthy. Mm-hmm. We want a place that is family oriented. Right. We want a place that is loving. Right. Um, where where people can truly come as they are. Right. Feel but, like they belong. Yes. Where they feel like they are needed for the vision. Right. Um. Um. Ultimately, again, feeling accepted, but believing that um, though people may come as they are, the Holy Spirit won't leave them as they right. are. Right. Exactly. Um, and ultimately, uh, ultimately, a place <laughs> where. Christ is preached, yes. glorified, yes. Um, pointed to, yes. um, where he is all up in it from beginning, right. middle, and throughout. Like I'm yes. talking about, it's all about him. Like we wanted that type of environment right. where there was a strong, um, strong, strong word, right. where there was strong worship, mm-hmm. where there was strong prayer, where there was strong fellowship, and the, where there was strong outreach. Right. So community was super huge it was like um at the forefront of everything that that we were planning and doing um before launching and i would say that was huge as far as like the general vision of the ministry but personally because this is this is why we wanted to bring it up Mm -hmm. so we had a general vision about the church right but we also had an internal vision amongst you and i Mm -hmm. going into it we said we absolutely both have to be on the same page in terms of our roles our Mm -hmm. responsibilities um 
doing this thing together. Right. Doing ministry with our family. We never wanted to have a dynamic where um, it was just all about me. Because usually yeah. it's like the male, the man, the husband, mm-hmm. the lead pastor at the forefront. And uh, pastor's wife kind of in the background. And we knew right. from the beginning you were, and and that's no shade, right? Right. That's no. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make sure. Want to make that clear? It's all love. <laughs> we know, you know, we know that that how you know sometimes dynamics play out, mm-hmm. and 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 everybody's got to do what they feel right. they are led to do, right? Right. Um, so that's that's that everybody has to make up um, their minds and their decisions right, of, right. of how they're gonna carry our ministry right. amongst the marriage. But for us, we knew that both of us. Yeah. We're going to be at the forefront. So yeah. you would be right alongside me. And we, right, we right. knew that. Yeah. Another big thing. And then I'm, we can toss it back and forth. I, I just like I like to set the foundation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pass it off to you. We can go back and forth. Another big thing is we said we will never place Hope Center. Although this this was our baby and still is our yeah, baby. This is still this, growing. This is, yeah, this is our this is our fourth child. Mm-hmm, Hope Center is yes, our baby. Yes, we love it so mm-hmm. much. Um, but we said we would never we would never put that before you and I. Like we knew from the beginning, home is first ministry. Right, our right. home is the first ministry, and right. and. And there's no compromising that right. because of what we had seen right. in the past. Exactly. And we said it will not come before marriage and it will not become it will not come before our children. Right. But instead um, of creating this dynamic where there's such a separation mm-hmm. between um, between church and family, you know how they try to separate right, church right, and state. Right, like, right. There's this there's these lines. We said our desire, our prayer, and by God's grace, we've been able to um, succeed in that. It's, right. it's saying we want we want both church and family to just be integrated with one another. Right. Where it's right. not forced. Right. They're not separate. But our marriage and our children um, are just fully integrated, involved, right. and actively participating in church and yeah. and church life, ministry, and doing ministry right, is just right. it's just natural within our family right, dynamic. Right. So those were some of the things that were just at the forefront. That was our our biggest prayer because of what we had experienced in the past. Right, right. And I would say that especially for me. Um, whenever you and I would have conversations about the ministry and developing the ministry, my one of the biggest things I always commented about was it needs to be a place. Like we're already thinking about the future, right? As right. we're building ministry, it yeah. was when my kids are 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, is this a place where they would want to be and yeah. they want to stay? Definitely. So that was very important to me because you know like when you're when you're a child you kind of have no choice like you're 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 there because your parents are also forcing you to be there and in many aspects the same thing when you're an adolescent but um I just I just knew that it I didn't want it to ever be a situation where I'm forcing my children to be a part of it it genuinely needed to be a place that they were going to love um And, you know, with that, when it comes to us and our family, we know that a lot of that starts in the home. Ministry starts at home. It's not at church. It's at home. Yeah. 
So we knew we need to also create a culture at home, like exactly what you said, a culture at home where we are integrating ministry Mm -hmm. so that our children are constantly feeling like they are a part of it. It's not, oh, like one of the things I mentioned in the last episode, you know, one of the common things that you would hear pks or mks mm-hmm. if you don't know what that is listen to episode 11 right. uh, pks right. or mks would say like church took my my dad away or church took my mom away or i never saw my mom or my dad because of church or because of ministry right um we don't want that to be the narrative in our home. Yeah. So if anything, it should be ministry has given me an opportunity to grow. Ministry has, you know, I we've seen ministry make our parents' marriage better or, um, you know, like whatever the case might be, but it, we wanted the conversation around ministry to always be a positive one and yeah. not a negative one. And yeah. that our children would really feel that they were part of the story and part of the building process versus just being bystanders or watching us do it. So mm. I truly do appreciate that we've developed a culture at home where um, our children are learning to praise and worship at home. They're not learning to do that at church. (laughs) They're learning it at home. So by the time they get to church, they already know what praise and worship is. When Mm -hmm. that time comes, they know, oh, this is the time when I raise my hands. This is the time when I shout. This is the time when I, you know, vibe out to the, to the music because they, it's already been practiced here in the home. Um, When the, time of the message comes around obviously they're not going to sit and listen to you for half hour for half an hour (laughs) but we ask our oldest daughter right now like Kalea you know how does your how does your father preach and she can imitate (laughs) you and she has a blast doing it she's hilarious you know and so I just those things she be walling out sometimes too yeah she does Kalea I don't do that she She does (laughs) she does yeah 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 but just the fact that they enjoy imitating because you and I used to do I'm sure you did this when you were younger I would like get a mic and pretend like I was preaching I was like four five six years old (laughs) you know you would play culto like play church um and to know that even now you know even examples like if any of us are sick if they're like what's wrong with daddy I'm like oh daddy's not feeling well or like mommy has a headache they immediately know the response is prayer yeah it's not anything else. It's like, oh, well, daddy, you'll feel better sooner. Oh, mommy, you know, you'll feel better soon. Go lay down. It's there immediately. It's let's pray. Yeah. So these are all things that are being modeled at home. So by the time they get to church (laughs) or they get to this uh, gathering of community where we are fellowshipping together, is that a word? Fellowshipping Um, together they it's natural to them this is not foreign Mm -hmm. and i think from this point if anything if we have families that are listening to us um whether it you know if it's parents if it's marriages um couples that are talking about marriage and building family or you're planning on building a family one day like this was so key and you said this in the last episode as well making your home the first altar 
building that family altar. Because what you do as a church community when you come together is so much more powerful when you have already been practicing it continually and consistently at home. When your whole family is involved in the experience as much as they can be, right? Because we might have listeners who one person is saved, the other person is not, or their children are older. They're not necessarily like always in the home or participating in, in, uh, in, you know, the spiritual activity. So I, we understand that, but as much as possible, if everybody in the home can participate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> in cr- making the home an altar for the Lord, that means that you practice worship, you practice praise, you practice um, encouraging one another in the Lord, you practice the reading of scripture. Like by the time you come to church, it really just is an overflow yeah. of what's already taking place at home. And that really is what makes the gatherings that much more um uh, what's the word like that's what makes the gatherings that much more fruitful or that much more powerful meaningful engaging um when you really do have people that that sunday experience is an is an overflow of what's been happening at home monday through saturday that's beautiful i had several thoughts come to mind when you were talking and um one of them being I think this is a struggle for for many uh, ministers, pastors, and leaders. Uh, we go into this hyper work mode, mm-hmm. and I think the temptation for any young pastors or leaders is to feel like if you are not overly working, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, over exhausting yourself, then there's no way that the ministry will be able to sustain itself. Right. And I think I, I had that a little bit in the in the beginning and we'll we'll get we'll get there soon. I, I, I hit a point of of nearly burnout. Right. <laughs> I was right. I yeah. got exhausted. Mm-hmm. Especially <laughs> because of the level and demand of ministry of starting something from scratch. But right. you know, we've always been these type of people that we were like, we never settled for average. Right. We never settled for just like keeping it small and like right. we were always like, man, let's go back. <laughs> let's go hard. Let's go. Let's let's do this thing. Yeah. And I think that um if we're if you're not careful, um, if you're not careful, you can lose yourself in that. Right. And one of the things that it's taken me it's taken me um I'd say hitting a rough patch that we're gonna touch on after I realized, you know what, I never was called to build or sustain the church right when i look at scripture jesus said i will build my church Mm -hmm. and and the church is described as the bride of christ and Mm -hmm. i find that a lot of times us pastors and ministers we cheat on our families with the church the bride Mm -hmm. of christ Mm -hmm. and we were never called to cheat on our families with his bride right we were called to care right beautify Mm -hmm. and strengthen his bride right (laughs) not to be the husband right the church already got a husband in other words the church already has a master builder that's right he's the one that will build it sustain it and carry the work if you truly been called that's right and i think a lot of times we fall into that that was good right yeah i'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and let's uh, just emphasize if you've truly been called (laughs) he said i will build my church so this is his bride 
And we're just called to steward the bride, mm-hmm. beautify, strengthen, and just continue to bring people Cultivate. into yeah. into the fellowship, um, into the church family, discipling people, in other words. That's right. But I, I think we could get lost in that and feel like, no, I, if I'm not building this thing, this thing ain't going right. to work. And and I think we had to hit a rough patch, which we'll, we'll, we'll get into um, in a bit for, for me to realize I'm not the end all be all. Right. Christ is the one that that builds his church. And so um, realizing that the fruitfulness at home, the health of our family, the health of our children, um, our church will benefit much more from having that dynamic or seeing that in us as opposed to I'm overly killing myself. I'm not I'm not present in the home because I'm trying to build this. Right. Um then I'm no good because right. I've gained the world, but I've lost my soul. Exactly. Exactly. So um, we started this thing, began to work super hard, and this thing started growing exponentially. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just remember we went from from being in our living room um, to launching November. We were doing Tuesday nights in a small community center. Outgrew Tuesday nights, and then we moved to Sundays right. um, into a new space. And then we 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 really grew that space out mm-hmm. and then went into um, the space where we were meeting prior to getting shut down. Right. And um, and everything started happening fast. Right. And in the beginning, it was almost like this is what we wanted. Yeah. You know? Well, let me just pause go ahead, quick, go ahead. because you said prior to getting shut down. He means prior to, to COVID uh-huh. closing the space that we were in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. somebody could listen to this two years later and. Think that we closed down. (laughs) Yes, thank you for clarifying, baby. So yeah, yeah, before getting locked down and us not being able to meet in our physical space, we've been streaming. So before the whole world got shut down because of the pandemic, you know, all the churches um, closed down. (laughs) If you're listening to this in two years, and 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 uh, or even in thirty, and and it it hasn't been the end of the world, (laughs) and the the trump of the Lord hasn't sounded yet. in 2020, yeah. there was a whole shutdown. <laughs> there was a whole pandemic. If you're listening to this in, two, in 2030, oh Lord, oh this Lord, is 2020. Lord, there, there was a whole pandemic. Oh, my goodness. We going to tell y'all the stories. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so this thing started growing exponentially. In the beginning, it was almost like this is what we wanted. And then it almost became like, whoa. A little too much. It became it became a lot. Yeah. And... um. <laughs> And I think there, there 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 were certain things that um, we weren't we weren't quite quite ready for, and I think that happens a lot of times in 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 ministries when you're just starting something. Um, you have a whole team that's that's brand new mm-hmm. um, to this level of ministry, and 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 we hit some some patches. Yeah, I will say, you know, especially when you're not prepared to handle the growth which you know I think we thought that we were but with growth also comes a lot of challenges because you're dealing with people yeah ministry itself is not like the the logistics of ministry is not what is tough it's dealing with people Hmm. that is difficult. Yeah. Because if I don't like a process, I can just change it. (laughs) If I don't like a system, I can just change it. If I don't like the place I'm in, I can just change that, change structure around, right? But you can't change people. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Only the Holy Spirit can do that. And so 
the more people we had now, mind you, the more people, the Lord was adding to the number, right? More people were coming and, and being saved, but our team wasn't necessarily growing Right. With at the rate that um, people were coming. that people were coming, we right. had a lot of new people, so we didn't necessarily have um, the leadership capacity in place, and that's where a lot of the challenges started coming in. So we've learned a lot. Oh yeah, through all of that, and thankfully, we are in a place where every year now we're building new leaders. Right. Um, it's incredible. But um, in the beginning, I think that was one of the hardest things. So as we are, as we were dealing with people. Um, we began to become stretched thin mm. among everyone on the team. Um, I think everyone on the team was wearing maybe like 25. <laughs> it felt like Man. 25 different hats. Yeah. And so we just began to to become stretched thin. And so that's where we hit. Well, I will say you hit it first in terms of um, in terms of the Skin burnout. Exhausted. Yeah. yeah. And obviously because you were like preaching every Sunday. Um, now, thank God, like you've trained other people right. <laughs> to rotate with you. But then it was just you. Right. Um, doing all the teaching. Yeah, doing preaching. all the teaching, the preaching, the classes. Like it was a lot. And I think um, our hope was always to develop more people faster. Yeah. But going into it, like you said, you, you just get into this rhythm and the fire is there. The passion is there. The like energy the is energy there. is there. Yeah. And then eventually like you realize um, before you know it, cause I don't think you know it until it's already happened. Right. And that's what happened to us. It was like one day it just hit us like, mm. wow, we are actually exhausted. <laughs> Um, and new so, parents, yeah, new parents. Um, our baby was born August 31st. Yeah. Launched November of 2016. So mm-hmm. our baby was born the same year. So we're, yeah, we're brand new parents, brand new pastors right. in a brand new area. And we just came out like guns blazing. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's, that's been the story, like with all of our, our babies. Um, yeah. I mean, we haven't had a break Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of with ministry and then growing a family right for the right. last three, three years, years. <laughs> like since we began yeah ministry like it's been you know baby after baby <laughs> and then it's been like you know um year after year ministry project right. after project right. building 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 like it that's been our story right and um and we came out guns blazing and i feel like with every team dynamic um, whether it's in the workplace ministry, you always start with kind of that forming phase and mm-hmm. that forming phase is a phase where everything is exciting. Right. Since everything is brand new, you're ultra passionate. You're like, whatever it is, I'm, right. I'm, I'm tackling it. Right. I'm climbing the mountain. But then after the forming phase, then you, you, you hit a storming phase. Right. Right. I think relationships hit that marriages hit that Mm -hmm. um parenting dynamics hit that businesses hit that and ministries hit that we hit a storming phase yeah it went from guns blazing to we were like (laughs) lord jesus did you really call us exactly yeah a lot of personalities yeah a lot of a lot of different people coming in. Yeah, a lot of clashing. A lot of, yeah. I will say, you know, it wasn't even just us. Like, everybody on our team was feeling it. Yeah. You know? Um, 
and they can attest to that. I mean, our pastors, they felt it. We felt it. I think, you know, everybody was just feeling the stretching was too much. (laughs) And so at that point, that's the part where you begin to ask yourself, was I really called to this? Yeah. You know, that's, that's when that's you begin to faith, doubt. Our faith and our calling was tested in that yes. period. And I mean, I always say that if, if your faith cannot be tested, it's not a true faith. Right. I mean, faith is only determined by the level of testing. Right. And with every testing, there is a level of blessing and, and a lesson attached to it. And you can't necessarily get to the next place um until you've learned the lesson of this the current season that that you're in right and during that time oh we went through it we went through it relationally i remember we hit a point where again like in the beginning was super exciting um passionate we were going after it and then we hit a point where um, I think even amongst, like, like you mentioned, our leadership team, because we were all exhausted, mm-hmm. we weren't communicating. I think a lot of that times was, that's the better word. Yeah, I think a lot. I think a lot of times in relationships, um, during the seasons of testing, it's easy to default into isolation. Right. And isolation is always dangerous. We've talked about right. that because yeah. isolation brings deprivation. Yeah. Um, it takes life away. So right. um, during that time, and of course, we learned from it. During that time, we started to just isolate from one another and we weren't communicating with one another. Mm -hmm. And that just slowly began to deprivate. Yeah. Just take life from from our from our leaders and then just from our our relationships. Mm -hmm. And and it's one thing to go through the the rigors of ministry dealing with all the things you have to deal with. But then when at home. Yeah things are not right or right. you're tired or you're not seeing eye to eye or not communicating that's what makes it much more difficult right right and during that period of time i didn't realize that i was getting burned out right i was getting burnt out and um you would have to encourage me week after week mm-hmm. i'm talking about can we keep it real yeah. on the cpo5 podcast real, real. i'm gonna keep it all the way honest i'm gonna keep it a thou wow uh, I got to a place mentally, emotionally, and spiritually where mm-hmm. I was getting ready to place a deadline on how long we were going to keep doing ministry. Well, don't, I mean, the way, that's not keeping it real, real, babe. You did place a deadline oh, on how long we were going to Okay, be. yes. No, I did. I actually put a time <laughs> yeah, frame. I you said, did. I said, if this doesn't change within X, X amount, amount of, of years, yeah. like, I, we're done. Yeah. Um, just because <laughs> during like, that time, right? Let's yeah. let's let's talk real. Yeah, let's process yeah. this. We've never done this on the forum like this. We've talked amongst ourselves, but I feel like we can talk that talk. Um, we got a thousand plus spins on, on Podbean. <laughs> the, the family deserves that. But um, when we came into ministry, it's not like it was a vocation. Right. It wasn't a it wasn't a salary or a stipend. Right. That was like the carrot. Right. That right. people were dangling to bring us to start a church plant. Right. Right. Um. It wasn't for popularity. It wasn't mm-hmm. for fame. It wasn't for self gain. Right. Um. When we started this thing, until this day, yeah, it's been purely out of love and passion. Right. And a true sense of calling. Right, right. And and our commitment to that. 
So when we were going through a season of we were losing people, mm-hmm. we were being misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna keep it a thousand. We were mm-hmm. being lied on, mm-hmm. and I think, and I think a lot of times it's important to know when you've been called, right. you will go through. I'm not talking about if you you'll go through. It. I'm talking about when, when you go through it. Yes, you Talk will face it. criticism, mm-hmm. opposition, and even persecution. Yes, yes. You'll even get to a place where people will lie on you. Mm-hmm. You'll even get to a place where people will be used. Yes, of the devil. Yes, yes. To try to discourage you. Right. To try to divide you. Right. To try to. Um, just completely take you out right of your right. god-given assignment right and during that storming season we went through it all right physically emotionally and spiritually we were at a low right and on top of that we were getting attacked right, right. like we went through where yeah. people legit were lying on us yeah and were plotting mm-hmm. against us yeah and i think all of that at once um, really got us to that point like Elijah in the scripture mm-hmm. where the threat of Jezebel right. after he had slain the prophets of Baal saw the miraculous like we right. did in that yeah. year one. Yeah. I'm talking about we were miracle after miracle, mm-hmm. blessing after blessing, yeah. door after door, yeah. people coming and flooding our events mm-hmm. like Hope Fest in the community. We just began to go hard and, right. we, and we just saw God's backing but yet we went through that storming season right. and all of that at once got me to a point where I would literally get into the car after preaching right. my heart out. Mm-hmm. And I would literally tell you, baby, I don't know how long I'm going to keep doing this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man, I'm keeping it so real right now. Yeah, I remember. Because, ah, oh, that feeling mm-hmm. that was such a rough place to be in. Yeah. Because my heart was, when I would preach, that that that's truly that was truly the grace of God. Yeah. That that enabled me to preach the way that I did because ultimately his work is gonna get carried out. Right. And I'm like, I'm here. I need to bless the people. Right. I need to encourage I need to give them a word. Right, right. But I was in a place where I needed a word. Yes. I was yes. pouring out, but right. I felt empty. I right. was giving, but I felt like we weren't getting anything in return. Right, right. We hit that spot. Yeah, we and that's, did. And that's just being we real. We did. Um, I will say, I want to. I actually do want to read a scripture that goes perfectly along with this. Then we didn't realize. Um, you know, we saw it. We saw it as a testing of our faith, but we didn't really understand what was going to what was going to be produced from it. Yeah, we are now in a season. And I'm not I'm not saying sitting here tooting our horn and saying we've got it all together. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of um, the ministry is still growing. There are still new strate- uh, strategies that God is revealing to us, uh, things that um, are constantly having to change. We're being super fluid, especially now <laughs> with this pandemic that oh, threw yeah. a wrench into everything. But I will say looking back on it, I am now grateful for the season that we went through oh, yeah. because it truly prepared us for the season that we are in now. Yeah. Um, 
And I and I also believe that it's prepared us for the season we're getting ready to enter. Oh yeah. Because we know that God is getting ready to do incredible, miraculous things oh, yeah. like we have never seen done before. Um, I say this con- consistently that God really has called Hope Center to be a trailblazer in the DMV. Right. Um, so we're getting ready to see all of that manifested. And so I do believe that with that, there always comes trials, there always comes criticism, there always comes um, challenges. And so the Lord allowed us to go through what we went through in a smaller scale, if you will, Mm -hmm. to prepare us (laughs) for whatever is to come or for what we have had to go through in the season. I feel like so far in the season, when we do hear of anything, now we're like, it, we shake it off. It's like it just slides off at this point yeah. because we've built um, we've built the skin for the game now. Yeah. And I think we're also just in a place where we understand if there is n- if if there is no one talking about us or if there is no one who's pointing the finger, then we're not doing something right. Right. I think um, you know we've definitely learned that, but. I love what James chapter one, verses two to four says. It says, my brothers and sisters, when you have many kinds of troubles, you should be full of joy because you know that these troubles test your faith and this will give you patience. Let your patience show itself perfectly in what you do. Then you will be perfect and complete and will have everything you need. I really do feel like we're in a season where we are living out that scripture. Mm, 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 Um, mm. You know, the troubles that we face, the trials that we have faced in the past season, I believe have produced in us a level of patience. And let's be honest, not just for ministry um, with the church, but even for ministry in our home. Uh, It's really produced a level of patience dealing with our children as they're growing, dealing with each other in marriage. So, I mean, and and now we're in a place where we truly do find joy in the midst of everything that we are doing. We're tired, but we genuinely love what we do. (laughs) Tired, not tired. (laughs) Like you will pick up a call at one in the morning Mm -hmm. Um, to give somebody a word because you love what yeah. you do. Um, you know, same thing with me. I'm up at two in the morning crafting emails <laughs> for leadership because I love this call. It For me, I consider it pure joy to know that out of, out of so many people, God has chosen us for this time for this call. I don't take that lightly. Um, for me, it is an honor and a privilege to know that he saw something in me to have chosen me to be part of this, to mm-hmm. be able to do this with you. So, you know, with that being said, if if I could encourage anyone today, it's um, in the midst of your trial, in the midst of the pain, the circumstance that you might be in, the trying circumstance you might be in right now, um, consider it joy And know that whatever it is that you are currently enduring, number one, God is going to give you the grace to endure it 
because there is no battle um, or trial that's going to be placed on you that you have not been built to endure. Mm -hmm. Uh, But number two, just know that the testing of your faith really is preparing you for the next season especially if you're in a place where you are asking God for more, you're tr- you want to go deeper, um, you're asking God to open doors, you can never go to, the, to a new level unless you have really conquered or mastered the level that you are currently in. So um, God really is giving you this opportunity to find, uh, to develop an attitude of gratitude, to find joy in mm-hmm. the midst of, of whatever might be taking place so that when you get to the next season, it's going to bring its own battles. It's going to bring its own trials. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to bring its own challenges. But because you've gone through this season, you'll be prepared for the next. Yeah, that's so good, babe. Um, I didn't know during that time, everything that we were going through um, was really building our endurance um, and at the moment it didn't feel good mm-hmm. but we saw um, the grace of God throughout that time it was important for us to um, keep that foundation strong at the at the home front right. in order for us to overcome that real rough season and um, and we just saw the the hand of God we saw the salvation of the Lord and we just saw him work throughout that period in us to give us new strength, the new strength we needed to give us um, the endurance that we needed to give us the strategy to be able to communicate with one another, to re-strengthen relationships with our core team. So after that period of time, as I, as I was mentioning, real rough, but we came back to mm-hmm. foundation. Yeah. And as I mentioned the experiences that we had gone through growing up really prepared us right. for that particular season. Because one of the things that, um, despite the things that were not the best in our childhood, one of the things that I did learn from that church experience, if mm-hmm. you will, was to fight. That's right. And not to roll over. Right. And so... That's what we did. We we fought. We fought in prayer. We fought in worship. Um, we came together as a family, um, encouraged one another, forgiveness, communication, re-strategizing, rebuilding, and refocusing, and all of that together um, really set us on a new course and in a right. new direction of ministry. So it went from a place of us having a deadline and a time frame <laughs> To us being like, how the heck did we ever get to that place? Right, right. And, you know, and now in hindsight, it's really wild to think about it because we are in such a fruitful place now. And we look at all of that as the learning experience. And it's just made us better. Yeah, it's made us better. And Christ has been glorified throughout this whole thing. And so I'm super grateful. As you mentioned, I mean, you gave the word and I'm just adding to it. I'm reiterating that um, those experiences in the past, they truly can be used to strengthen you, to fortify you, to give you that patience and to give you that endurance for the call, which is so necessary. So I'm super grateful that in the midst of that, we stood strong and Despite what we were going through, the love for God and the love for ministry was still carried out in our home. Yeah. We never let what we were battling come and affect um, the way our children viewed ministry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
to the point where Kalea and the day they they love hearing about Hope Center. Right. They love watching our videos. Right. Um, every day when we have prayer time, they themselves will pray for the Hope Center family. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they pray for the Hope Center family yeah. every day. I ask my babies if they have prayer requests and they'll throw, you know, some prayer requests for people. They'll say, let's pray for such and such. Let's pray, right, for, let's right. pray for this person. But they, you know, without fail, they'll say Hope Center, the family. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so from the beginning, our heart was for us to carry that love, that passion, and that excitement for ministry in our home. And by God's grace, we've been able to do it. And our prayer is that that continues in all that we do and that everyone that is a part of our church family, that they experience that in the home as well. Right, Because right. that was the way that God intended it to be. Yeah. Not separated, but all together, all exactly. encompassing and having God in the midst of everything. Exactly. Man, listen. I think that was some pretty good stuff. It We're about was. an hour in and your you your eyes are red. You got the you got the your eyes crossing right now. <laughs> and I felt like you were already trying to cut it off. You were like, let me give this word and, and then collect the offering. But I was no. like, let me go back. Oh no, right? it wasn't. I was, like, that I, babe. I was like, I didn't even finish the story. Like No, we just... it wasn't that, babe. I knew you had to keep going. Uh, but mm. let us tell the party animals what time it is. It's at 136 in the, in the morning. morning. Yes, it's 130 in the morning. Let me, I'm I'm joking. Of course my eyes are crossing. I love you. I appreciate you. You're so hardworking. <laughs> <laughs> You're the most amazing mama and wifey and ministry partner. I'm so grateful to be doing ministry with you. Thanks, babe. Are you trying to get points? Uh, uh, nah, I'm just showing you love. Oh, okay, okay. Dapping okay. you up, showing thank you love. Thank you, thank you, babe, because it's too late. I love you. I love, <laughs> I love you, you I love too, you, love babe. <laughs> and I would not desire or wish to do ministry with any other person because Amen. I believe that everything that we went through and our upbringing really prepared us for this and yes. like you said for what's to come so exactly listen I see the waiter come on over here man let me see what you got going on oh he pulled out the electronic uh, thing to, to to charge what's this thing called oh okay they don't they didn't bring a, <laughs> they didn't bring a, a paper receipt they got the electronic situation going and on and they okay? just stand there and watch you as you add the tip yeah right they're like staring <laughs> over you yeah I'm like brother can you back up let me let me back up Oh, brother let me let me put this tip here on this i'm gonna tip you well like just back up making us feel like we gotta do 30 <laughs> percent. <laughs> but listen family thank you so much for hanging out with us party animals thank you so much for parting yes, with us we you, love you. you we appreciate you let's continue to build the family connect with me at i am sergio chavez and me at Francesca P. Chavez. And continue to spread the love to everyone that you know. And until next time, peace, peace love, love, and God, God bless. bless. <laughs> <laughs>